So we've got some injury news, and we've also got to talk about what the Ducks are going to do on this trade deadline. All of that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and also on the YouTubes. So if you haven't already, hit that bell, hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss an episode. And also, this is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So we've got a bit to get to on this episode, and this is kind of a continuation of sorts of goal stars. Well, kind of a continuation, kind of not, for this very specific reason. We've got some injury news. We've got some update news. And, you know, we also have a roster update as far as, you know, who's getting called up from San Diego. So, actually, we'll get to that first. We'll talk about who's hurt, who's called up, and that'll actually kind of segue into what I really want to talk about. So, first, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. The Ducks have a game tonight at the Ponda against the Pittsburgh Penguins, who come in pretty hot right now. The Penguins were on the outside looking in before tonight, and now they are firmly in a wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. The Ducks, we know where they are. But the Pens are looking pretty good. As of right now, I think the Pens have a good chance to make the playoffs. A really good chance. But before we could talk about puck drop, we got to talk about who just went on the injured list for the Ducks. Troy Vetchkin, Troy Terry, is going to be week to week with, it's an upper body injury, but we saw what happened on Monday. This happened on Monday's game against the Dallas Stars. And this was kind of a weird, kind of quirky injury, as it were. Because you had Miro Hiskinen, who was kind of in the slot area, and his stick was like right there and Troy Terry's midsection, kind of like, yeah, just his midsection in general may have been a rib, may not have been, but Troy Terry is on the injured reserve. He is week to week. So the earliest he can come back would be Wednesday against the Sabres based on the amount of time on the injured reserve. Yeah, if it's a week to week, that's not going to happen. I would say realistically the earliest he can come back would probably be on that road trip. Not the one this coming Sunday. That's just a one-gamer. But I'm talking about that really, really gut-wrenching road trip about 10 days from now, where they're at Florida, at Tampa Bay, at Washington, at Carolina. That's going to be a tough road trip for the Ducks. I don't expect them to get more than two points out of that road trip. If Troy Terry can come back for that road trip, I would say they have a shot to get a win. Maybe three points. If Troy Terry isn't back by the start of that road trip, then there's going to have to be some guys called up from the San Diego goals who are already depleted enough. Now, the good news for San Diego, I did mention this yesterday, that Chase DeLeo is on his way back to San Diego. 
So that means that there might be a little bit of flexibility as far as a roster spot. Maybe this could be Pavel Regenda time for the Anaheim Ducks. Look, I have heaped praise on Regenda for a while now. I think he is one of those guys that deserves a spot on the Ducks, maybe long term. This could also be a chance to get Rocco Grimaldi. I know Grimaldi's AHL contract, but you never know if this trade deadline is a big sell-off. It could be Rocco Grimaldi time. Now, I will also point out that the trade deadline is about a month away. So, unless Troy Terry comes back before the trade deadline, there's going to have to be some guys that are going to get called up. Another guy that is injured is Anthony Stolarz who is day-to-day, he will not be in the roster tonight. He will probably not be in the roster on Sunday's game at Vegas as well. But Vegas has their own issues. Logan Thompson, I don't know if anyone saw that, but Logan Thompson went down in a heap the other night. He could not put any weight on his left leg at all. It's a sad situation. It was a really, really sad situation. That's something that Vegas is going to have to look at because who are they going to call up from the Henderson Silver Knights? Nothing good. I mean, yeah, it was a win over the Minnesota Wild who are themselves kind of slumping a bit. Minnesota is kind of down a bit. But for Logan Thompson to go out the way he did, and it was kind of like a turn, like he was turned over on his belly, tried to get up, kind of had the weird kind of hitch in his leg and he could not put any weight on that so logan thompson's gonna be out anthony stolars is gonna be out so it's gonna be john gibson time but you know who got called up it was ole erickson Eck. what you thought i was gonna see lukash dostal didn't you no ole erickson Eck got the call up for the anaheim ducks he will be backing up john gibson so the way it sounds Ole Eriksson Ek is only going to get playing time if John Gibson either gives up five or six goals or if John Gibson gets hurt. That's the only way Ole Eriksson Ek is going to come in because Eriksson Ek has been struggling in the AHL as well. He has not been doing as well as we would like down in San Diego. So now that Eriksson Ek is up, does that mean that Eriksson Ek might have a little more confidence. This could also be because the San Diego Gulls have a couple games this weekend, and it's assuredly going to be Lukash Dostal getting the starts for those games. So it looks like it's going to be ride or die for at least the next few days. The Ducks are lucky they only have a game on Friday and Sunday before having a few off days. Only one game in that span. Only two games next week versus Buffalo and versus the Los Angeles Kings. This will make up for all those times that the Ducks had a plethora of games early in the season. The Ducks do not have games in hand. For the next, what is it, nine days, four games. And between the 13th and 19th, only two games. That's it. At home against Buffalo, at home against the LA Kings. So maybe this is the sign that it's going to be John Gibson. And it's going to have to be John Gibson. I remember before I had lobbied for Anthony Stolarz to get more starts. Well, unfortunately, now he's hurt, so now it has to be John Gibson time. And he is going to have to be kind of a minutes eater right now. Look, that's just how it goes sometimes. I'm sure once Stolarz is healthy again, he's going to get much more playing time as the season winds down. 
Which also begs another question. What is Anthony Stolarz's future with the Ducks? Should the Ducks be making a move at the trade deadline? Should there be a goalie trade? When is it Lukas Dostal time in Anaheim? Yeah, some pretty good questions to ask right here. And I'll tell you what my thoughts are on that on the other side. But first, let's talk about FanDuel. Now, we're all excited here at Locked On because FanDuel is now our new sports betting partner and they're the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have a lot of great features that make betting on sports easy. And if you download FanDuel right now, you'll get a no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57 between the Eagles and the Chiefs. You'll get up to 3000 bucks back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. So, join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner or the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. On this Friday, once again, the Ducks are playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I will be joined by Hunter Hodes for a special Saturday episode. Instead of doing a little game preview, we're going to recap everything that happened. Last time, him and I did a preview. This time, we're going to do a recap on what happens on the Friday night game at the Ponda. So it should be a lot of fun. Make sure to check that out tomorrow night. Or I guess tomorrow morning, afternoon, whenever it comes out. All right. So I talked about Lukas Dostal a ton recently for good reason. Because he has been that number one goaltender for the San Diego Goals. And Patrick Williams, great writer, has said a few times, Dustin Wolf and Lukas Dostal are going to be the goalies of the future. They're still young. They're going to have long NHL careers. And I truly believe that. Which obviously begs the question. What does Anaheim do from here as far as their goalie situation? Good question. All good questions that we have to address kind of right now because the trade deadline, as I mentioned, is coming up quicker than you think. The trade deadline is March 3rd. So looking at my calendar, that is exactly one, two, three weeks from today. Three weeks from today is the NHL trade deadline. The Ducks have a few games before that. Here's their schedule. Tonight against the Penguins. Then Sunday at Vegas. Then the 15th against the Sabres. Next Friday against the Kings. Four-game roadie against the Panthers, Lightning, Capitals, and Hurricanes. Then they're back home February 27th against the Chicago Blackhawks. And just before the trade deadline, they have the Washington Capitals at the Ponda. So that is their schedule. I do not see them winning very many of those games. So they will obviously be sellers. I need to bring up the goaltending first, mainly because that's all that I've been talking about recently. The Anaheim Ducks right now have essentially their starter, their backup, their number one in the AHL. 
that's just the order that it is that it is right now. So then we have to ask ourselves, what's going to happen after this season, or maybe during the trade deadline? I don't think John Gibson is going to get traded during the deadline. He's still got a lot of years left on his contract. He's got after this year four more years. That's a lot, and at six point four, whew, it's going to take a lot for a team to pick up John Gibson. Then you have Anthony Stolarz. He is a UFA after this season. Do the Ducks possibly, possibly want to make a trade here? Now, Anthony Stolarz has been a great backup goaltender to John Gibson, and I love Anthony Stolarz on the Ducks team. One of my favorite guys. But there are teams that could use the services of an Anthony Stolarz. I don't think the Ducks are going to be trading Lukash Dostal anytime soon. It has been heard several times that Dostal is kind of the future for the Ducks. And looking at some of his underlying goaltending numbers, it's not bad. Dostal is just in a very terrible defensive environment. And this is thanks to Sean O'Brien, who covers AHL stats, does analytics. Dostal is the victim of being around a poor defense and an just abysmal defensive surrounding. That's why Dostal doesn't have safe percentages of like 920 and has so many losses to his record. Not his fault. But here's one possible way to go about this. What if the Ducks were to trade Anthony Stolarz? That way they could at least get something back for that expiring contract. Because we don't know if Anthony Stolarz is going to get re-signed, that's a decision the Ducks might have to make before the trade deadline. And I'm going to look across town. The Los Angeles Kings. They just made an extension as I was recording this, by the way. So as I was recording this, I saw that came up on my feed that Phoenix Copley got a one-year extension with the Los Angeles Kings. So that means LA has kind of decided that they're not going to get rid of Phoenix Copley and they are not going to trade him at the deadline. He is committed to the Kings. Jonathan Quick, he could be retiring, who knows. So maybe the Ducks make a decision on Anthony Stolarz in the next three weeks. And I would think that if they haven't re-signed him in the next three weeks, then they're probably going to think about trading Stolarz. Because, let's face it, the goals have a lost season. It would take a miracle for the goals to come back in the next three weeks. I think if the goals can make some kind of turnaround in the next three weeks, then I would say, you know what? Keep Dulce on San Diego. See how far they can go. There's a lot of games coming up for San Diego. They've got a game tonight against the Firebirds, a game at Bakersfield tomorrow, a game at home against Tucson on Tuesday. So they got a few games there. Dostal's probably going to start all three games because there is no backup. After that, they've got another bunch of games, Saturday the 18th, Sunday the 19th, Tuesday the 21st. So it's a pretty heavy schedule right now. So there has to be some decision-making there. If the goals can't make a turnaround, then maybe it's time to say... Pull the ripcord on San Diego season. Bye-bye. Trade Stolarz. Get something of value back. 
because Dostal is the goalie of the future. You've seen him all year long. You saw him all of last season, all of 2021. During the All-Star game, he's the MVP. That raises his value quite a bit. There might be teams that could be going after Dostal as well. Dostal is also a free agent after this season, which is a little bit scary. Because if I'm the Ducks, I would like to keep Dostal around more than a little bit longer. He just turned 22 years old. He is still young. He's still got some miles on him. And I know I know Ducks fans love him. Ducks fans love having Dostal around. So maybe that could be the decision. Maybe instead of signing Anthony Stolarz, sign Lukas Dostal long term. That could be a solution to their, not goalie problem, but their goalie conundrum, as it were. Finally, one more thing that I want to talk about on this particular podcast is who else is on the trade block, possibly for the Anaheim Ducks. And there's a few guys on the trading block right now. With Troy Terry out, that means that some of the other guys are going to get a bit of playing time. Jason Megna, he's going to get some more playing time. You're probably going to see Isaac Lundestrom get a lot more playing time coming up. And same with, you ready for this? The Elite One C Derek Grant. Now, those two names I mentioned. Derek Grant. He's an unrestricted free agent after this season. Do the Ducks possibly ship him off and get something of value in return? There's the other big name that's out there, Adam Henrique. Now, he does have one year left on his contract after this year, but one year is kind of a pill that a lot of teams could swallow. And the Ducks could retain a lot of that salary, which they would kind of have to, but kind of don't have to. Henrique has been a big part of the Ducks for the better part of a few years. But I think that Adam Henrique would want to go to a contender at this latter stage of his career. And Henrique could help out a lot of teams. He has been kind of under the radar because of who he plays for. But Henrique has shown to be a very capable player for the Anaheim Ducks. It's a shame that he hasn't seen any playoff points. He only saw the four games in that sweep in 2018. Aside from that, he's been in some miserable teams, and that's not his fault either. He had that one terrific run with the New Jersey Devils back in 2012 when they lost to the Kings in the Cup Final. Aside from that, he hasn't had a whole lot of playoff experience, and I think at this stage, he would want that. So if you're the Ducks, maybe you explore options. Explore trading him. I know Hunter Hodes, the host of Locked on Penguins, he said, hey, what would it take to get an Adam Henrique? And I jokingly said, kind of half-jokingly, half-not, saying, hey, that first-round pick looks nice. What if Pittsburgh does not make the playoffs? What if they collapse all of a sudden? All of a sudden, that first rounder is looking better and better for Adam Henrique. Hmm. That's a possibility. Henrique has shown to just be very strong on, I guess, penalty killing. Well, not penalty killing. Sorry. Power play. He's been strong on forechecking. Penalty killing is someone else that I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, 
Henrique is just that great overall player that still has some value and still has a bit left in the tank. So I could see the Ducks getting something of good value for Adam Henrique. How about Isaac Lundestrom? I don't know if they trade him right now, but Lundestrom could be on the move. You never know. Um, how about Sam? Well, not Sam Carrick. No, no, no. Not him. How about defenseman? I don't think Shaddy's getting moved. Klingberg is definitely getting moved. He's being shopped around right now. He's got to pick it up. Otherwise, the Ducks are not going to get a first for John Klingberg at this point. I don't know if they do. A little afraid there. And then look, and then just looking at who else could go. I don't know if there's anyone else of value right now that the Ducks could possibly give up and get something of good value back. I just don't. I mean, yeah, you have... Um, I mentioned the goalie. I mentioned the defenseman. I mentioned the forward that I think is the most likely to get moved. But they need a first. The Ducks do need a first out of that. So that's what this trade deadline will look like. Again, three weeks from today. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Once again, don't forget, we have an additional podcast tomorrow with Hunter Hodes from Locked on Pens. Let's see how the Ducks do on this game. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon, YouTube, etc. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD right there. You can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. If you want to drop me a line, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And I think I'm going to open up the mailbag again pretty soon it's been a while since i've done that but opening the mailbag could be fun who knows once again thank you all for your continued support it is greatly appreciated for locked on anaheim ducks i'm jason jd hernandez saying have a great rest of the evening enjoy tonight's game please remember to be safe out there be kind to one another especially ducks fans and ducks fly together